Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry Labaw. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're sleepy. I am a little sleepy. You know why? Why? Because it's freaking cold outside. Yes. All of a sudden, the desert here went from like 85, 90 degrees all the way down to 60 degrees. In fact, yesterday, it was actually colder here in Tucson, Arizona. Sunny, warm desert than it was in New York City. Really? Yes. Oh, gosh. I know. I love New York City. I wish I was there, given how cold it was yesterday. Yeah, you would have been warmer there. But a lot of people are not sick. I am finally over my cough. If you've been listening the last three or four weeks, you've probably noticed that my voice and my demeanor was not the same as it normally was. I'm feeling great finally and not coughing all the time. So that was a big help to finally feel as good as we are. Just in time for the cold. That's right. <laughs> it's good. Well, we're hoping you're feeling great. If you've been listening to our shows the last, oh, probably almost two months, we've been talking about tea and health. We've covered so much ground. And last week, we kind of switched gears a little bit while we're still talking about tea and health. We started talking about a drink called kombucha that has tea in it. We actually had an interview with G.T. Dave. He's the owner of Synergy Drinks, and we covered all things about what kombucha is and where it came from, the history of it all. You really should listen to that show if you have not, because it really leads into what we're talking about today, because we're going to continue our discussion on kombucha. We have a lot of ground to cover, so we're going to get right to it. In my interview, which lasted almost an hour, wow, we talked about a ton of things about kombucha. GT Dave is a great guy, and he did have a lot of interesting information. And we want to begin today's discussion by talking about how he actually got into the business. It really does help us understand what drives him and how this all began. It's a really the, interesting story, the, I thought. It's a wonderful story. Later, we're also going to talk about the health benefits of kombucha. And if you're interested, how you might want to get started. So let's go ahead and start the excerpt from my... My conversation with GT Dave on how he got into this business in the first place. <laughs> well, it was quite interesting. My parents raised me a vegetarian, and so my mind has always been infused with the importance and the knowledge of good, clean living and good, clean food. But kombucha came into my household when I was about 13. And my parents had many different friends who were all kind of on the health food path, many of them vegetarians, many of them vegans, many of them yoga devotees, more of a spiritual consciousness. And a friend of theirs had traveled to the Himalayas and had come back and came back with a culture and a recipe. And her husband was an owner of this kind of raw juice bar, if you will. He was a firm believer that fresh, raw vegetable and fruit juices were the way to go. And so when she came back with this kind of funny tasting and smelling tea and was touting its health benefits, he was very apprehensive and skeptical. So he approached my parents and said, you know, you guys are good friends, good customers. My wife is drinking this thing called kombucha. She raves about it. She says it's making her feel good. I am noticing that her skin's looking better, but I think it's a placebo effect. So if you do me a favor and try it, we'll give you a culture, we'll give you the recipe and let me know your thoughts. And so my parents were like, all right, we'll do it. And they started to make it and drink it and fell in love with it and started to experience all the different health benefits. And again, they didn't really know too much about it. There wasn't any science that came with it. It was just, this is cultured and this is good for you. And it's found in nature. That's basically all they knew. Of course, the health benefits that they were experiencing were obviously pleasant for them. And so they continued to drink it and noticed improvements in their skin, their hair, their energy, their diet. And these are, of course, people who are healthy to begin with. 
And my parents, I'd like to think, aren't really good candidates for the typical placebo effects that you see because they're already in good health. So they were making it and consuming it for a good two years. And then my mother thought that she was pregnant and she went to the doctor. And unfortunately, she wasn't pregnant. But what she did have was a cancer tumor in her right breast. And the tumor was so large that she actually had known about it, but she thought it was a muscle because it was literally the size of a golf ball kind of towards her armpit. And obviously when the doctors found this, they were pretty concerned because of the size of the tumor. It was fairly large and also the kind of cancer that it was. And so they had already prepared themselves and her for a bone marrow transplant to proceed as if this was something very serious. So there was about a week that went by when we didn't know a lot and the stuff that we did know was very scary. So that was very devastating for my household and myself, of course, because I'm very close with my mother. And then the week passed and they came back and they approached my mom and said, you know, what are you doing? What are you consuming? Any Chinese herbs, Chinese medicines, anything that's unconventional, unique? And she says, well, honestly, I'm a vegetarian. Also, for the last couple of years, I've been drinking this pungent tasting tea that kind of tastes funny, but it makes me feel great. And they said, well, honestly, whatever it is, continue to do it because your situation is pretty miraculous. They told her that not only had the cancer not spread to her bones, like they suspected or expected, but they identified the cancer to be most in a dormant state, which was contrary to what they believed because this particular kind of cancer is known to be very fast-growing and aggressive. So that was the first time that my parents were forced to kind of look into what kombucha was. And like I said, to that point, they were drinking it almost as a beauty aid. They knew it made them feel great and look great, but they didn't really know why or how. And that's when they did some research and found out that there was actually quite a bit of information out there on kombucha. Now, mind you, this is in like the early 90s when the Internet was not even really existing and things like Google didn't even exist. So they were able to find articles and reports and even books that were written on kombucha that did indicate not only its ability to strengthen the body's defenses, but also its ability to suppress metabolic diseases, namely cancer. What an inspiring story that was. It really is amazing that that happened to his mom and that she came out of it okay. It's yeah. Amazing. It's, it's, it's terrific. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more, not on this show, but in an upcoming show about where he went from there because it is a fabulous story. But in our next segment, we're going to cover what kombucha is really good for. What are the health benefits? How should you get started? We've got a lot more with GT Dave. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello, this is Terry from the Maya Tea Company. You may know my voice from the show Steeping Around. In addition to producing the show, I am also the Maya Tea sales representative for the weekly Tucson Farmers Markets. One of my daily rituals is an afternoon pot of tea. Sometimes I need a little push from a strong pot of Yunnan breakfast tea to help me get through the rest of my day. And other times, I like to unwind from a busy day with a steamy mug of relaxing mint tea. The Maya Tea Company makes it easy for me to find the perfect blend to suit my every mood. So, no matter what mood you find yourself in, the Maya Tea Company has the right tea for you. And if you're not lucky enough to live in beautiful Tucson, Arizona, please visit our website at www.mayatea.com where you can browse our large selection of teas from all over the world. Remember, you can save 15% by entering the coupon code STEEP, that's S-T-E-E-P, when checking out. Otherwise, we'll see you at the farmer's markets. 
And remember, you meet some interesting people when you're steeping around. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea in studio today with producer Terry Labaw, talking all things kombucha. Last week, we covered what kombucha is and the history of it. And after listening to GT Dave's story about his mother and how he got into the business, you got to be wondering about the health benefits. When we were doing our research for kombucha, we were actually going to do the show ourselves which now in retrospect probably would have been a very short show. Yeah, I think so. The amount of information I could find was really limited. So There's a lot about kombucha, but there's not a lot about the health benefits. Again, it's mostly anecdotal. And I took that opportunity to reach out to see if I could find out more information and contact Synergy Drinks, and they were kind enough to give us a whole interview with GT Dave, which was real score from my perspective. So now that we have that, I did get a chance to ask him about some of the health benefits of kombucha tea, and this is what he had to say. Well, you're right. Most of the information on kombucha is anecdotal or testimonials because typically in the food industry, when you do any kind of clinical studies or anything like that, unlike the pharmaceutical industry, there's no protection on that intellectual property. You can't patent it. For instance, if we did clinical studies and we found out that kombucha does X, there'd be very little that would prevent someone else who's making kombucha to use those same claims. Therefore, most companies, almost all companies that are promoting health foods, don't go down the road of clinical studies because it's expensive and there's very little protection on that intellectual property. However, there is a lot of information on the nutrients that kombucha contains, the enzymes, the probiotics, the organic acids, because these are ingredients or nutrients that are present in other foods that have been out for a while, and some of them are even found in certain supplements there is quite a bit of knowledge of what these nutrients are known to do. But because kombucha is a health food and not a supplement or a pharmaceutical drug, we always avoid saying things like, if you drink it, you'll experience this. We try to avoid being too specific on what health benefits one should expect because, again, like most health foods, they're not medicines. They react differently in the body and they react differently to different people. So what we say to summarize the health benefits of kombucha is we always say, that kombucha strengthens the body's defenses by detoxification and balancing the acid alkaline so the body can focus on healing itself. We never say that kombucha cures, we never say that kombucha heals, or that that person should expect specific benefits or results because it's all about the body. It's all about what that person's doing in their lifestyle and their diet, their age, their gender, their weight, all of that. And kombucha is known to be an adaptogenic, meaning that it kind of goes where it's needed. If there's an imbalance, and as you know, most diseases and ailments are just symptoms of an imbalance. So correcting that imbalance, people will notice improvements, whether it's their skin, whether it's their hair, they'll have more energy, or they'll sleep better at night, or their digestion will be better, or their cravings for certain foods will go away. You know, it's kind of all over the place. We've heard benefits from people who are suffering with specific diseases, whether it's cancer like my mom, or whether it's HIV, or whether it's skin conditions, or Crohn's or irritable bowel syndrome, all of this stuff, people notice improvements. Do we say that it cures it? No, because we don't want to ever mislead people and think that kombucha is like the end all. We always tell people that kombucha works well with an overall healthy and balanced lifestyle, and as part of that lifestyle, it will encourage wellness. 
And we say the same thing about tea as well, that we can't make health claims per se, because you're not going to get that sort of magic bullet result. It is part of a bigger package of wellness and well-being and the things that you eat and diet and exercise. So it's just a really good cog. It sounds to me that the main focus for kombucha is that it really concentrates on the nutrition and what I would call gut health, the intestines and all of the digestion, and really focusing on that portion of well-being, which by the way is unbelievably important. There's more and more research being established. A lot of mental illnesses and stress and so forth is actually a result of digestive issues. And so there's this like mind-gut connection that's really related and having a really, really well-functioning digestive system is like gold. It's like gold to people. It makes all the difference in the world in their lives. It totally does. I mean, because what we consume is what we are feeding ourselves. Unfortunately, especially in our society, if we're feeding our bodies food that's void of nutritional value, food that's void of any life, I mean, your body needs life to remain alive. And if you're just feeding it dead stuff, it's just simple math. It's not going to get you anywhere. And it's unfortunate that we live in a world where everything is antibacterial, irradiated, sterilized, just food that's nuked so much and in so many ways you can't even identify where it came from and it's killing us. It's creating these illnesses, these diseases, it's kids with asthma starting early on or mental issues or, or whatever. It's all coming from how we're starving our body of nutrients and life. And it's the life force that kombucha contains, which is also so critical because unfortunately in most packaged foods, they've been processed in such a way that they destroy that life force. I think his story on health benefits is really interesting because it kind of highlights something that we had about tea. There wasn't a lot of clinical evidence right. to support tea. Right. And so a lot of times we dismiss things that may be good for you simply because we don't know they're good for you because science hasn't proven it. And I think that you'll find that with kombucha, that it does have some health benefits, but it's probably going to be a little bit before the clinical evidence meets what ancient wisdom already knows. When we come back, we are going to talk about perhaps how you can get started with kombucha. If you're interested in trying to see and try it, what should you do? I'm really curious about this part, actually. I know. It's an interesting (laughs) story. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and puer tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy, while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. 
And if you type the word STEEP into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea with producer Terry Glebaugh in studio today, talking all things kombucha. It was something that I didn't know a lot about, and I had a lot of questions. I was lucky enough to be able to ask GT Dave all those questions. You also may have a ton of questions, not only about kombucha, but about anything tea-related. Please send them to me. Our email address here at the show is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, please fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. I know Sarah sometimes throws up some specials and some goodies up there, so you can probably get some cool stuff from us if you become a Facebook fan. As well, please visit our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. We don't have any kombucha on our website. We have a lot of great teas, many of which we've talked about on the show, and you'll really like visiting that. Also, if you do send us a question, please make sure to include your mailing address, and we will send you some free tea. I know. Lots of you send us your questions and comments, but you never send us your mailing address. Wow. I don't know what the deal is. Do you not want free tea? I want free tea. It's not even free for me. I have to pay for it. At any rate, we want to get into a little bit more about kombucha. After listening to GT Dave's story about his mother, as well as some of the health benefits, you might be interested in trying some. Last week, we discussed that I didn't care for it because I don't really like fermented stuff. Right. But after listening to his story, I think I really do want to try to maybe acquire a taste for it. And we're going to figure out how. Indeed. Now, you did try a little bit of it before. And you did not have... It was almost like my body was like, okay, stop drinking this now. After you had a little bit. Yes. And I think it's because I have a lot of acid in my body. I, you know, I drink a lot of coffee and... You, know. you shouldn't say that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is good to learn. I think. It is. And, you know, I had the opposite reaction. I loved it when I had it for the first yeah, time. It said. seemed like it was just great. It had this effervescence. Huh. And it was really a, a wonderful experience. Well, how would you like to get into it? Well, let's listen to what GT Dave has to say about getting into the kombucha habit. Because kombucha reacts with everybody's system differently, we always recommend that people start off slowly. So slowly means maybe four to six ounces in the morning before breakfast, and then to see how their body reacts. I'm a firm believer that if you listen to your body, it'll tell you what it wants. And so if people start off slowly and they notice that their body's enjoying it, then they can slowly increase the the amount that they're consuming. And ideally, we recommend that people try to get to a place where they're drinking about a bottle a day, preferably about eight ounces in the morning and eight ounces in the later morning, early afternoon. Because we notice that when you have it in the morning, it establishes a nice solid foundation for your day. It gives you a nice energy lift that will help people avoid the need for coffee or anything like that, as well as get the appetite under control so they're not craving certain foods and all of that. And then when you drink it later in the day, it gives you that sustained energy and also helps to keep your appetite under control. So people who tend to kind of crash later on in the day when they drink the kombucha throughout the day, they'll notice they don't have that crash. Their body just seems to feel totally in check, totally in balance. So I recommend to to put it in simple measurements, like eight ounces in the morning, which is half a bottle, and then eight ounces in the second half of the day, which is the other half. Now, you don't have to stick with that. And again, it comes down to their lifestyle and their diet. People are doing a cleanse, tend to drink more of the kombucha because, number one, it's a liquid. Number two, that it's raw. 
it helps support the experience you go through when you're doing a cleanse, whether it's a master cleanse, whether it's just a raw juice cleanse. People notice when they drink kombucha that it helps minimize the ramifications that sometimes you go through with your digestive system when you do a cleanse. Also, when people are fighting a cold, they'll tend to drink more. Obviously, moderation is key in life with everything, so we never recommend that people overdo it. But luckily with kombucha, because it's 100% natural and everything it contains is natural, you don't really run the risk of overconsumption like you would with maybe taking too much of the same vitamin or too many vitamins. I'm kind of the case in point of that. Like I drink quite a bit, obviously because this is what I do for a living, but I've been drinking kombucha for close to 17 or 18 years now. And for the last decade, I drink about, I'd say, a gallon to a gallon and a half every day, especially Monday through Friday when I'm here at the company because I'm taste testing all the batches. And it's never turned on me. My body's never said that's too much because there are certain foods, whether it's the wheat grasses of the world, noni juice, aloe vera, even carrot juice, that because they're so intense or so concentrated with certain nutrients, at some point your body just says, ah, I, I need a break from that. But the kombucha is not really like that. It has a good amount of these nutrients, but they resonate and assimilate nicely in the body. So luckily, people don't have to worry about any kind of overdosing on kombucha. Well, I think I'm going to go out and get some kombucha right now. I think I'm going to too, but I'm going to try different flavors. Yeah. Because the first one I tried was just the original, and the ginger ale looks really good, and there's a couple of others that I want to try. Well, I really appreciate the time that GT Tave took to talk to us about this. We're not done with him yet, though. Next week, we're going to talk about his company. It's going to be Thanksgiving weekend. That's a Thursday, and our show is going to air right before that. And we are going to talk about his company because when you listen to it, you'll really see what drives this young man and the blessings and the thankfulness that he has for what he's doing. It's really a worthwhile show to listen to, so I hope you'll listen then. Thank you very much, Terry LaBeouf, for joining me in studio today. Pleasure as always. You're a little bit more awake than you were when you first started. I am. The tea that you made me has kicked in now. Ah, yes. (laughs) Less coffee, more tea. Less coffee, more tea. (laughs) We hope you'll join us next week. Until then, please remember, wherever you are at, we hope you stay warm steeping around with us.